Good afternoon. Welcome to SWAT Radio. SWAT Radio is part of His Light International Ministries. Its mission is to equip and encourage men to walk out the truths found in Scripture. We're glad you've joined us this afternoon. I'm Brad Sykes, sitting alongside my good friend and co-host, Doug McCary. Doug, Happy New Year, brother. Happy New Year. Wow. 2023? I never never thought I would see it. I thought the Lord would come back before this. (laughs) I remember how talking to one of my buddies in the Marine Corps, uh, a I mean, this was back in the uh, the the uh, the late '80s, early '90s, and he said, "Do you think we'll see the year 2000?" And I said, "You know, I don't think so." He, he really? was watching something about Nostradamus, and um, and anyway, I, I, I we're looking at 2023. It's really crazy. I mean, like I I just and we see our world, Brad, has continued to deteriorate globally in ways that. You and I have never seen in our lifetime. Right. Uh, I mean, if you turn on the news, which if you're just tuning in, usually the first segment, Brad and I will go back and forth about what's kind of going on in our culture and things happening. Brad, there was a six-year-old in Virginia that shot a teacher at school. Wait, a six-year-old? A six-year-old. Yeah, this is crazy. A a six-year-old shot their teacher the teacher is in the hospital i think in critical condition in school in school yeah i mean like that's a six-year-old how does a six-year-old get a gun into school that's what i don't understand (laughs) i mean like i have to go through so many security things when i go through a school just to go in there but a six-year-old shooting a teacher I mean, first of all, that they would draw wow. on a teacher and shoot a teacher. We're not talking about an accidental discharge. Right. Here. That's just crazy. That is unbelievable. Yeah. And well, so <clears throat> it's not the first thing, by the way, it's happened where elementary or middle school kids have harmed teachers. It's right. dangerous to be a teacher. Oh, I, absolutely. Well, you know, I I don't know that I thought about that from, you know, <laughs> will we see 2023? It's just a weird you know, it's it's like when you know we it turned two thousand Y two K. You know, <laughs> yeah, that seems like yesterday, doesn't it? You remember back in nineteen ninety nine <laughs> when they were all worried about Y two K and everything? Yeah. And did they even have internet back then? I don't. Did yes, we have internet? Of course they did. Yeah. When, when did the internet come out? Do you remember? Well, I think in in, in I mean not, in, I mean in mass in mass, yeah, in mass it was probably ninety eight ninety nine. It was right around yeah, there, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean it obviously. I just Al, remember Al emails. Al Gore invented the internet, but <laughs> yeah. that was you know that was a long time ago. Uh, yeah, I, I do remember. Uh, I, I mean, I had well. Remember the dial up? You know, yeah. AOL, oh yeah, you got mail. <laughs> you got that. <laughs> Hey, do you remember? Do you remember your first email address? Oh, I don't. It was an AOL account. Mine was no too. Doubt. It was depend on him at aol.com. <laughs> oh, good, I like it. Depend on. I him. like it. Yeah, I remember that. Some guy. Do you know some people still have an AOL email I know address? It. Bud I Tool is one. <laughs> I see it every once in a while. I'll yeah. see one, and uh, yeah, I think I went from AOL to uh, was it MSN or something like that. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Microsoft Network, MSN.com. Um, yeah. 
And I think I've been on Google while I'm not happy about Google. Uh, I've been with them for a long time. Oh, yeah. And and mine is, uh, well, it ends, you know, most people end in a, in a number. I'm always curious when something ends in a number. What does that number mean? Mine's 2819, referring to Matthew 2819. Mm. But, <clears throat> go make disciples. Yeah. But, uh, well, did you have a good break? I mean, it was a good, good Christmas I, I break. I did. I had a, a good kind of disconnect just to go. And I know you enjoyed time with your family, and we enjoyed time with our family. Uh, you know, it's good when your your kids that are all old uh, and out of the house come back. But, like, uh, I can't remember which great theologian said this, but I may have been Spurgeon or somebody said, but house guests are like fish. They're good <laughs> within the first three days, but then they start to stink or something like that. After two <clears throat> weeks, you know, of everybody being around, because it just disrupts your routine. It really does, yeah. By the way, a couple of things I want to hit on before we, we break, <laughs> before we get into our study for this week. By the way, I'm super excited. Um, we do kick back on SWAT uh, Bible studies this week, starting on Wednesday. Yes. And uh, go to go to SWATradio.com. You can click on the meetings tab there, and you can check out the various locations that we gather as men to study the Word. Well, yeah, and so and, I want to encourage you guys, if you're not in a study, uh, we're not a church. We're not replacing the church. We are simply we a group alongside. of men. Absolutely. We come alongside yeah. the church. Yeah. But, Doug, I was, there were two things I wanted to hit on uh, real quick. You know, we talked about um, maybe unplugging during the Christmas holidays for us. I love, and I know you do too, because you've got a big family like we do, love having our kids our grandkids, all that around. You got in more town. grandkids than I do now. I, I do. It's crazy, but uh, I've you know, got another one coming. Do you really? Yep. Come on now, right yep. here, so, so we're going to be up to seven. I so is that it. what you have? We're at eight. We're at oh, eight. God, uh, I got to have two more. That's <laughs> See, crazy. twins helps. You know, when when you have twins. But anyway, uh, it loved having everybody in. Same way, you know. After the holidays, we're like, okay, let's take the decorations down. Everybody's out of town. Let's get back into the rhythm that we're so used mm-hmm. to. Vic and I just finished our first book of 2023 this morning. What was and it? I, and I want to recommend it. It's Habits of the Household. Habits Who of the it? Household. Justin Early. Justin Early. And, uh, you know, I know we don't get anything for promoting books. And mm-hmm. I never promote a book I haven't read. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe unless you bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you're kind of the know. same way. Yeah. This has been one of the best. And it's interesting because I would write. I would highly recommend it for young families. Mm-hmm. It's like Vic and I are reading this book, and we're like, all last week as we got started and moving through it, we were like, where was this book 30 years ago? Mm. And it's really about how you become your habits and your kids become you. Mm-hmm. You know, all those habits and routines. Anyway, that's all I'm going to say about it. Habits, Great book. Habits of house. Yeah, and it's talking about the 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 rhythm of your household yes and it's so phenomenal i've already bought about five of them and given them out actually yeah i gave all five to my kids Uh and then i bought a couple others and gave one out last night but uh, anyway just want to recommend that book habits of the household uh, by justin whitmill early so great book how about those tcu horn frogs my i was gonna wear my hat in here but uh, well, it doesn't I, fit well over. Well, these I have to. I have to tell you, watching the game, um, I'm happy for TCU because I I thought they 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 played well. 
I thought there was some poor officiating in the game, just to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I did not like all the officiating, and to me that always makes it – it just makes it uh, – you, you sit there, you want to see two teams really fight hard. Mm-hmm. It was a great game. The other game, Ohio State, was wow. great too. <clears throat> but uh, it is – I have to tell you, I was having a conversation with a Georgia fan, um, and, you know, we, we speak the truth here. Like, we do. I mean, we – and – you know, the quarterback for Georgia was very humble when he first came there. Yeah. And he has gotten arrogant. And one of the Georgia fans talked about that mm. and how <clears throat> the the coach chewed him out at the end of the game and said, you, you know, you got to be with the team for us to win. Mm-hmm. In other words, he was kind of doing his own thing. And, you know, it's Kirby Smart, right? The coach. Yes. Uh-huh. He, he kind of got on to him a little bit and – you know, Brad, success brings pride a lot of times. And when you have unchecked pride, it will always lead to problems. Yeah, They should have lost that game. <clears throat> I, I was shocked that they pulled it out. They I mean, should have the lost the game. And, I mean, every, I, and anybody watching it, yeah, you know yeah. that that – that was a that was a given. That yeah, should have been I, a field goal. We had a surprise birthday party for a, but we, I didn't put it on. It was a good friend of mine who threw the party for his wife, and uh, he went to Ohio State. Oh my! <laughs> and uh, anyway, he uh, he he was uh, he was surprised they lost. And uh, honestly, when when they teed up to kick that field goal at the end, I just had a feeling he was going to miss that thing. Mm-hmm. And but. As a TCU alum, I'm I'm pretty, well, I'm pretty stoked about uh, tonight's game. Everybody's asking me, you know, watch the game. Well, of course I'm going to watch the game. <clears throat> well, do you remember our friends, the Brawners? Uh, yeah, you know, of course. Like, so yeah. she's at the game. She's is a she TCU really? alum too. That's right. She yeah. is. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So yeah. she's out there at the game, or, and he's or, home, right? Uh, yeah. 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 He, I mean, he's, he's back, back from he, his he, he deployment. Is back. He is. Um, hey, you spoke about books real quick. I I just want to thank the people who. We played Tommy Nelson mm-hmm. on Thursday and mm-hmm. Friday of last week, and Tommy spoke on Friday about depression, and he's got a book called Walking on Water When You Feel Like You're Drowning, and the two people that emailed in, I just want to thank you for emailing and asking for the book. Uh, I, always, I told Lori, we always get people, I think there may have been three, you will get those books. I'm going to email them. I mean, I'm going to mail them out to you this week, so you <clears> should <throat> have them hopefully by midweek. But thank you for listening. I hope you were encouraged by him, and he's always an encouragement. I spoke to him the other day, Brad. Oh, really? Yeah, and we're going to try to get him on in February, have him back on. He's well, just such a good guy. That book, another, I know you've read the book, uh, highly recommend that book. And, and honestly, there are a lot of books like that where you think, well, I'm not struggling with depression. Let me tell you, that book is far beyond depression. I mean, he wrote it in the midst of that or, oh, yeah. or after that. And he just, it's got a lot of practical stuff. Yeah, in absolutely. There. The gospel is yeah. just threaded through the whole thing. It's yep. so good. So, yeah. So I just wanted to get that out. Uh, one other thing congrats to the Jags. How about that? <laughs> uh, I mean, that, my wife and son were watching a game with me and they were about to have a heart attack <laughs> watching it, thinking, come on, come on, come on. But uh, good job, Doug Peterson. Thank you for, for just continuing to do that and uh, he's done a really good job with that program he really has we're really excited about it too I yeah. mean, i think and we've the been, city's excited <laughs> the right? city's excited we've wanted to get behind this not that we you know it's just i don't know you want to see some wins and yeah. we're, we're starting to see that so uh well we're going to take a quick break we're glad you've joined us 
uh, this afternoon on SWAT Radio. We'd love to hear from you today. We'll take your calls during our final segment, 844-777-SWAT. That's 844-777-7928. If you have any questions or comments, you can also email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's A-S-K at SWATradio.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. SWAT Radio is brought to you in part by Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. is a full-service sales door and window installation company. Both of the owners are licensed contractors and are involved in the daily operations of the company. All of their trucks are company-owned and fully equipped. Their mission is to provide Jacksonville and the surrounding area with door and window replacement services. To learn more, call 904-701-3667. That's 904-701-DOOR. Or online at www.acedoor.com. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles If you've been hearing the same old voice tell the same old lies If you're trying to feel the same old holes inside There's a better life There's a better life If you got pain He's a pain taker Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Are you getting set uh, over there? No, man. I, I was waiting for that light to come on. It came on, and so hey, I'm, I'm ready to go. I, I was, I, Doug. I'm so excited to be here this week. Uh, you know, we were talking about the first segment, those rhythms of your life, and those. You know, you, you love the Christmas break, but. You're glad to get back into the routine. I'm a routine guy. Yeah. So it's I, good to be back in studio, back getting on with you. Yeah, I. I'm glad to be back. And, you know, one of the, there's so much that happened over the Christmas break that, I mean, and we we, usually, like I said, we get into just things going on in our culture. But one of the exciting things that happened um, over the last four weeks is that The Chosen has been releasing episodes every week that you can see free on YouTube. They Hmm. do a YouTube live stream. And I'm still amazed at the number of people that either haven't watched it Hmm. or, well, I'm not going to watch it because, you know, it's not biblical. Well, I just want to tell you as somebody who has been to Israel now eight times and has been taught by probably one of the better, if not one of the best, Jewish culture mm-hmm. aspects of the Bible, guys, and Ray Vanderlaan, um, that the chosen does an amazing job of revealing the culture of the Jewish culture at the time, mm. the people, what it might have been like. Yes, they fill in the backstory, 
but we don't know the day-to-day routines of yeah. everybody. So, and, and, you know, for the people out there that goes, well, that's just too much creativity. Listen, we all look at scripture with our imagination. Right. We base it on our own experiences and our own thoughts. And unfortunately for a lot of us, it's based on Western thought, not mm-hmm. Eastern thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the Bible was written from Jews to Jews. Yeah. So listen, you can disagree with something. You can say, I don't like that. But it gives you a perspective. And I can tell you that they have really tried to be biblically accurate in the words that are spoken. They use a lot of scripture in it. And and the creativity comes in some of the backstory yeah. that we don't know. Well, I mean, you got if you're gonna you're gonna put a movie out there or a program like that, you're gonna have to take some liberties. Well, yeah, because you don't know. And and the thing is, he says very clearly, this isn't scripture. We're not adding right. to scripture. <clears throat> We're just showing what life might have been like back then. Well, we know. We, you and I have talked about this over the years. You know, I think even when you and I were in India together, some of the times, you know, where we're traveling from one place to another, mm-hmm. and it might be for, for us in a car, it might take us two and a half, three hours to get there. In the case of Jesus and his disciples, it might take a day uh-huh. to get from one place to another. Scripture doesn't talk about what happened in those conversations. Sometimes it does. But a lot of times it doesn't. So you got to take some liberty, you know, when you when you're telling those kind of stories. Yeah, well you well you do <clears throat> get you, the fact get what, get the get the facts right. Yeah. The rest of it if it's not there, then you you're going to take some liberty. Well, one person said, "Well, you know, they they made Matthew an autistic person." Well, we don't know he wasn't. I mean, you know, we they don't they didn't even define autism right. back then. So, I mean, that's just that that is one creative thing that I go. You know, he could have been. It, it doesn't say. He it doesn't say what kind of personality. Yeah, he we, had. we don't know. We know he was right. good with numbers, yeah. right? Yeah. We know he He's was a tax collector. I mean, <laughs> a, people didn't was, like him. He was I mean, ostracized by his people. Right. So all that to say, it 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 is a great conversation starter. And one of the good things about it, it has driven a lot of people to buy the Bible. Yeah. And anything that will drive people to the Bible, it should, you know, as long as it's not unbiblical, as long as it's not saying anything against the Bible, mm-hmm. why why not look at it and, and get a idea? Well, you know what? I didn't realize that about uncleanliness. Like they, they talked about uh, the, the last episode, they showed the woman who hemorrhaged, who was unclean and they... They talked about the things, and it, it's just really, it gives you an idea of how close the community was. Mm-hmm. Like, we read about all these miracles in isolation a lot of times, but they all were within a, a, a pretty compact area right. to where people would have <laughs> known, and th- knowing about these miracles might have influenced the people sure. thinking about the other ones. So sure. Sure. so all that to say, The Chosen came out. It, it was, it's been a great five episodes. They have three more. They're going to release episode six this sunday so is this season three is yeah. that correct okay because i'm through two now so three you haven't seen up. any of, i haven't seen any of oh three you can listen up. you can okay, go good you, you got to get the app <clears throat> i have the app the, if you yeah. can see every episode for yeah. free and i just it, it's it's been a it's been a really enjoyable thing to watch listen if you binge like uh Walter White and, uh, you know, what was that show he was at? You know, the, uh, Brian Cranston, I can't remember, Breaking Bad. Oh. People, if you binge Breaking Bad or Justified or whatever the binge thing you are, 
you know, uh, Dallas Jenkins, who we've had on a couple of times, says, why not binge Jesus? Uh, I mean, somebody telling the yep. story about Jesus, right? So, um, anyway, I, I just wanted to throw that out there as we, we get ready to go back into the Word and Acts. I, and especially coming back from Israel, it was just a good reminder of those places. And they do a good job of portraying mm-hmm. what the settings might have been like. Yeah. It's so helpful. I mean, when you're – well, I think that's the other thing. I've had some discussions with with my own kids about uh, the the program – um, and talking about, and they've asked, you know, how, how real is that to like Israel? What's I said, you know, it actually really is. I don't know where it was shot. I know some of it was in Texas. Well, they shoot it uh, into some in Utah okay. and, and, um, you know, and they, some people have a problem because they use a Mormon production company for you people that have a problem with a Mormon production company. You can't stay at a Marriott. You can't stay <laughs> at a, you know, yeah. what are the other right. little uh, residents, resident, any yeah. of them yeah. because they own all that. Yeah. I mean, that's the yeah. same. I, I, I just think there, he doesn't condone Mormonism. Yeah. He does it. He yeah. comes right out and says it. Now, um, he he's out there trying to make a, a a television show, and so all that to say, I just think it's good. It it it'll make you go to the Bible and look. Did it really happen that way? Right. And right. you'll see a lot of times there are a lot of that stuff was right out of the Bible. Well, to your point, you're gonna you're gonna probably watch something. You know, uh, why not watch Jesus? Why, why not watch what is probably the best production that we've seen in our lifetime yeah I of talk, any type of film I, th- like I, this. I think so and i talked to a messianic jew yesterday and uh, we had lunch with him and his wife he said it is probably the most the best representation of the humanness of jesus that he's seen and see we forget that yeah, sometimes no exactly we forget he was 100 percent human and 100 percent divine mm-hmm. and a lot of times when you see the other portrayals of him you don't really see the humanity like when yeah. he cut he might cut himself working on right. things in the woods or right. whatever you right. know what i'm saying yeah so we forget about that aspects that he brings out. So I think all that stuff's good. Well, so. you got me ready to go watch it. Huh? You and Vicky need I, to get on there. I man. will be watching TCU tonight, though. Oh, I bet you will. <laughs> I bet you will. Well, we'll see. And I know we've got some. I'm, I'm hearing it already. Uh, I've got a couple of TCU fans out there who've already texted me. So uh, yeah, go frogs. Frogs versus the dogs. <laughs> yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, well, hey, we are going to jump in this week back into Acts. We've been in Acts for a while. We have. And we covered 19, 21 through 41 the last time we were together, but we didn't really do a lot of justice to it because it was a short week. And uh, we're going to go back and look at the triumph of God's word this week and how Paul really was watching the church expand westward and he was having to fill in gaps because as the gospel went westward toward rome there were people hearing the message but they didn't have all the pieces of the puzzle as it went Mm -hmm. out from jerusalem to samaria and the ends of the earth and so uh we're going to see this week how he goes into ephesus and really it's a battle Paul against the uh, the idol makers and all those people there, mm-hmm. there a riot ensues, and it pretty much sets the stage. This is really the last big push for Paul, uh, other than when he goes 
under captivity to Rome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he's on his third missionary journey. And just as a review for people, Ephesus was one of the four great cities of that time period. You had Rome, Corinth, Alexandria, and then Ephesus. And it actually hosted one of the seven wonders of the world. But just to remind people, as as Luke is writing this, Brad, as I was reading this week, kind of getting ready for this week at SWAT, I was reminded of Luke's purpose in writing. He's writing Theophilus, this, yeah. this city <clears throat> official or a mm-hmm. noble, and he's telling him in the gospel about Jesus. And I was struck by the similarities between the end of Jesus' life going to Jerusalem and the end of Paul's life yeah. going to Jerusalem. <laughs> they both get thrown into captivity. They both have um, really um, – they have – uh, two or three times where they say they're going to suffer before they go. They have this big farewell kind of, I'm not coming back. And it, it's just amazing the similarities here. They take disciples with them when they go to Jerusalem. And Luke, his primary message is that Jesus is the King and Savior of the world. Well, that's Paul's primary message. But the key thing about Paul is Paul was the prime persecutor of Christians prior yeah. to his conversion. <clears throat> and everything changed, really, in Acts chapter 9 for Paul. As Luke tells the story, he had an encounter with Jesus that forever changed not only him, but think about the lives mm-hmm. of Timothy, the life of Titus, the Ephesians, uh, Lydia. Think about all these people, the jailer, who oh, Paul's yeah. life impacted. Yeah. And and the encouraging thing about that for me is, you know, we look at our lives and we, we all feel like, well, I could never be a Billy Graham. I could. You don't have to do that. Right, right. You just be who God made you to be, which is his vocal mouthpiece in your world, and you'd be surprised what the king will do with you. Well, well think about the ripple effect of Paul's life. What is kind of what is the ripple effect of our own life? Uh, listen, we're going to take a break for national news. Again, we're glad you've joined us on SWAT Radio. We want to hear from you during our final segment today. The number is 844-777-SWAT. That's 844-777-7928. If you're unable to call, we'll still want to hear from you. Send us an email at ask at SWATradio.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back as Doug and I get back into Acts chapter 19. Monday afternoon, January 9th, 2023. We're we're just struggling. I don't know. I I I have a journal that I do every morning and I always write the date up there. And if you look at my journal, I've had to scratch through 2022. 
nine days in a row i still can't write 2023 it's, it's really but, weird uh, isn't it it's here and uh we're we're glad to be in it uh so we're uh we're glad you've joined us as doug and i this week we'll be doing a little bit of some overview uh of acts chapter 19 and then we're going to get kind of move on through it yeah and we're uh, going to get through because we we, we <clears throat> start this week at swat we're yeah. going to be in 20 acts 20 um you know just just as a real quick um kind of review of 19 the first part it, it's really important as you look at what's going on you remember i was talking about how paul was very similar to jesus right and some of these things we're seeing in the way luke portrays it i find it interesting the first part he takes 12 guys no coincidence there right but but there are 12 men who profess to be christian disciples but whose lives indicated something else. Mm -hmm. So much saw that Paul questioned them and said, hey, did you receive the Holy Spirit? And they go, "Um, we don't even know what it is. They knew what the Spirit was, but not in the sense Paul was saying. And this is an important thing because there's a lot of people in our culture who would say they're followers of Jesus. But in the same way, there's no evidence in the lives of these 12 men the people in our culture lack that too. And the witness of the Spirit is the one indispensable proof that a person's really born again. You can't, if you, if you don't show in your life, and this is not about a, a, a not a matter of working your way into the kingdom. Yeah. This is a result of the kingdom working its way through you. Yep. That's and right. so uh, sometimes people think because they have a high moral code. <clears throat> Or because they go to church, they give money to the church, uh, they're believers, but they have a very incomplete knowledge of God. And and these guys, John baptized, John the Baptist baptized them, but they weren't there. They were still in the womb waiting to be birthed. And what does Paul do? He explains to them, he fills in the gaps, and guess what? They become 12 disciples he pours into there in the first part of Acts 19. And we see the evidence of this because they speak in tongues, which is a known language, by the way. And this happened in Acts 2 to all Jews. It happened in Acts 8 to half Jews. It happened in Acts 10 to one Gentile, Cornelius. Then in Acts 18 in Ephesus, and it was a sign. And now here it's happening one, just to authenticate, these are now guys joined mm-hmm. to the body. Mm-hmm. But it was very particular to this time, right? I mean, th- there's no need for that anymore. And and, and we, <clears throat> we covered that when we looked at the first part of it. They didn't know Jesus. They really didn't know him. Uh, but now they do. Yeah. And so yeah. I, I I just think as we look at this text we got to keep that in mind that's what's going on in ephesus and now not only these 12 but others the word of god is continuing to increase and the the whole theme of this week's text of 21 through 41 is actually in verse 20 when it says the word of the lord continued to increase and prevail um because God's word <clears throat> prevailed over magic, which Ephesus was mm-hmm. known for, and idol worship. Yeah. And because of that, there were a lot of people that got upset. 
And that's what we're going to see this week, how Paul, this riot develops. But that's really the backdrop, Brad, and the in verses 17 through 20 of 19, it says that uh, believers confess. They, they basically confess their magic practices. They sold their magic books and... And they said, we want to follow Jesus. He, mm-hmm. he, we want him to be our everything. And and that's what happened. And well, I guess the, to the reality of Paul uh, kind of asking if they've received the Spirit, because apart from the Spirit of God, we're not going to do any good works here. No. Uh, you know, the, the, we're, we're not going to produce the fruit that is that comes by way of the spirit of god that's exactly right and even at the end of this text right before we get to the text we're going to cover for the rest of the week we 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 learn about what happens when you try to do god's work without god's power yeah. the seven yeah. sons of Sceva tried, tried to that. cast out a demon <laughs> And it says they got their clothes beat off of them. Now, I don't know if you've ever had a beating that bad. That's a bad beating. That's a bad beat right there if you have your clothes beat off of you. But their clothes, the reason I think Luke included that is because uh, magicians and these people that were casting out demons a lot of times would have magic clothing or articles of magic around them. And so he's saying they were fully exposed. They just went. Mm -hmm. Uh, is there another time in the Bible where somebody was naked and exposed? Yeah. Yes. Yes. The yeah. Garden of Eden. Yeah. Right? Genesis three. Yeah. Well, I, you know, and I think it's interesting. And I, before we kind of jump into twenty one, that that verse twenty that you brought up. So, so the word of the Lord. We to me, you could read right over this. So the word of the Lord continued to increase. What does it mean for the word of the Lord to increase? And then it sails. It says it, it didn't just increase. It prevailed mightily. It, it, I mean, how do you read that? I, I, I kind of read it. I'm not trying to add something that's not there. Mm-hmm. But I think that it it begins to spread. People begin to share this word. And the the works of the Spirit of God are increasing. They're they're prevailing mightily. I mean, yeah. look at the look at the acts that these people do when they're confronted with their idolatry, mm. you know, and I think that's what you see. You see works that take place. They're not saved because of the works. Mm-hmm. The works come as a result of the salvation and the filling of the spirit of God. Well, if Brad, look up second Timothy real quick, second Timothy three fourteen, And this, this word of God triumphing, we, we talked about how it triumphed over, um, over the false religion that we saw there and everything. Mm-hmm. I want you to just read Second Timothy um, 3 real quick, 14 and 15. Yeah, Second Timothy 3, 14 and 15. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed and knowing from whom you learned it and how from childhood you have been acquainted with with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Yeah. So Paul's talking to Timothy. Every time I think of Timothy, I think about a young man who was taught the word by his mother and his grandmother. He had a pagan father 
And we live in a world with a lot of pagan fathers, unfortunately. Fathers have been absent from a lot of children's lives. And thank God, thank the Lord for mothers who have taught their children. Mothers, if you're Mm -hmm. out there and you don't have a father who is teaching your children, you teach them the word. You teach them and let them hear it. And you go, well, they don't want to. Teach them. Oh, yeah. You teach them and let them know the truth about God and his word. Because really, Brad, when you think about the seven sons of Sceva, they're, a, they're a, a metaphor. They're they're an example, not a metaphor. They're an example of what we do in our own life. Listen, have we tried our own means of religion, philosophy, morals, <laughs> apart from God? We go, I don't need God or the Bible. I'm just going to, I'm going to do it my way because that's what they were doing. They were trying to emulate Paul, but doing it in their own way. People in our culture look to science, psychology, mm. and wealth, education, politics, technology, right? That's right. They look to all those things, and they try to redefine truth. I was having a conversation just the other day, and I was talking about somebody who has a child that is transgender, and I said, that's not reality. And this person at the table just turned their head and almost disgust that I would say that because I'm not recognizing that. And I was even thinking about the rainbow. I am upset that we have allowed people that would go against God's design to hijack God's symbol of his mercy to mm. never destroy the world again. Yeah. That God said, this will be my sign forever mm-hmm. that I won't destroy the world with water again. And, and that, was a, that was a symbol of God's mercy. Yeah. Yeah. And isn't it interesting that Satan hijacked that and makes us not like it? I know. Yeah. We should claim it back yeah. Yeah. and say, you know what? I, the rainbow is God's sign. It's not the LGBTQ sign. It's God's sign. Isn't that true? I mean, we see the rainbow now that immediately triggers something. It does, and it should. We should, you know what? We should claim it and say, hey, that's God's sign that he will never destroy their earth again right. with water. Hey, you got me on to something. <laughs> some bumper stickers I think need to be. How about that? This is God's sign. But, we, you know, we, we've tried our own means, and and we that's what happens to them when they do it. It doesn't work out. It will not work out for you. The word of God has to be the dominating authority in your life because that's God's word to us. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't have prophets today that speak for God. Right. God speaks through his word. And and if we don't know his word in our children, that's, I think, the great tragedy of our culture, Brad, is our children don't know the word of God. Right. right. They, they, they don't know it. Yeah. And that's uh, kind of going back to the book I, I was talking about early on, Habits of the Household uh, by Justin Early. That's He talks about the importance. Don't, don't wait for your children to come to you and say, hey, read me the Bible, mm-hmm. because they're probably not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Build that into the routine and the rhythm of your, of your life. Mm-hmm. Let that be the first thing you do. Think about think about the habits in your own life, Doug. If you're listening to Doug and I, think of your own habits mm-hmm. that have been kind of 
driven over the over the many years uh it doesn't take much to create a habit that's right and uh man no better habit than reading the word of god to your children reading the word of god and praying ought to be your top two priorities absolutely well said hey when we come back from the break doug and i'll take your calls the number is 844-777-7928 that's 844-777-SWAT again if you're unable to call email us at ask at swatradio.com that's ASK at SWATradio.com. We'll be right back for our final segment. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts and truck rental and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. They say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. Right now, right now, I'm losing bad. Stood on this stage night after night. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Uh, Doug, it's good to be back in studio live. And we're, uh, you know, this week is our first week back. We got SWAT uh, Bible studies going on this week. And if you are new to SWAT Radio, maybe you stumbled across this station, we're glad you tuned in. SWAT is stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. It is a teaching ministry that really seeks to equip and encourage men in their daily walk with Jesus Christ. This broadcast is made possible by the generous donations of listeners like you and corporate sponsors who support clear and unashamed teaching and discussion of God's Word. If you are interested in learning more about SWAT Radio or one of the many SWAT Bible studies for men, go to SWAT Radio. Dot com. Click on the SWAT meetings tab. Uh, we'd love to have you join us in person. If you're interested in supporting or sponsoring SWAT radio, click on the support tab on that website for further information. Our phone lines are open. This is one of the only uh, live radio broadcasts that we we know of, Christian broadcasts, where you can call in and talk to uh, Doug and myself. Uh, we we may not have all the answers, but we know God's word has the answers, and we we love to dig through that. And we love and, having and dialogue. About we it. absolutely. I mean, think of you're talking about how the impact Paul had. You, you mentioned that the, the second segment talking about the impact that Paul had, and and this is just speaking of the people that he had really face to face time with. But think about the ripple effect of those, you know, whether it's Timothy 
or Barnabas. I mean, you just think about the, the lives of the people that Paul had the opportunity to impact. Mm-hmm. And we're the same way. We don't, we don't really know uh, all the lives that may have been changed because we were willing to uh, what we called last segment, uh, gap fillers. You know, I was uh, uh, being at home and having some family in town. I had uh, had my mother-in-law over, and it's interesting. I, I drove her down from Chicago. You know, you, you get about 16 hours in the car with your mother-in-law. You can have mm-hmm. some pretty interesting discussions yeah. and just opportunities to fill in the gap uh, in her theology. Hmm. And uh, so thankful for that. Well, Brad, you know, I, I meant to tell you that um, happy anniversary. This is our uh, anniversary wow. pretty much uh, coming back. And this is uh, like we've been seven si- years. What, what, this starts our seventh year. Wow. Yeah. Because we started in uh, 17 was our first broadcast. And uh, very thankful to um, to, you know, uh, Stu Epperson and uh, the. Um, all the folks here uh, at uh, WTRJ and uh, Truth and Delmarva, thank you so much for believing. All the folks at WMER, by the way, uh, thanks to WMOX, WMER, uh, and the Lighthouse up in Virginia, WMER and WMOX and Meridian. We're grateful. Seven years. Uh, we're starting seven years now. We're not completed. We start. This we're, is the beginning. Yeah. So of our we seven. just had our sixth year anniversary. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> thank you. And uh, I think we got a call, Brad. Yes, Herman, are you on the line? I am. How's it going, guys? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, and thanks for calling in. What's on your mind? I just wanted to let you guys know that uh, this year I started a new ministry with God, and I'm actually street preaching for the very first time. And out of conviction of reading God's Word, Romans 10, 14, and 15, as that went on and on in my spirit, and he started, I started seeing it some on TikTok. I, it burdened me so much until I started planning. You know, I got my ordered my gear, the, the stuff that I need to be out in the streets. So actually, it's a Rockville speaker. No needs, no power. You can charge it. Two wireless mics, um, and I can record on a SD player all everything that I say. And then my sister got with me and says, well, make sure you have it on a video cam so nobody ever made me to say you did this or that. And then slowly but surely, man, it came together. And January 1, I was at a park called Mount Trashmore in Virginia Beach. And, and as I looked out over the water, uh, it was like maybe 15, 20 acres that God gave me. And people are walking around exercising. And uh, I had a chance to sow into their spirit. And the feedback was great. I had one lady run off the track, ran around to where I was, and just told me she was thankful for me being there and preaching. And I want to encourage it to any listener. If you're really looking to make a difference, pray and ask God to show you how to use you. Because for such a time as this, you know, the church has always filled outside the physical doors of the building and in the street. But this has been my calling from God, and I I just wanted to share that with you because I'm still excited about it. And uh, I'm, I'm looking to see how far, uh, how much God will use it, and others maybe will get involved. And, and slowly but surely, state by state, city by city, we can get back out and, and change, take back some of the territory we've lost to the enemy. Man, that is awesome, Herman. <laughs> I, that is really awesome that you're doing that. Um, I'm just sitting here thinking about um, about how 
because you've called in several times, and uh, I'm just very thankful that you're doing that. I'll tell you what I'd like to do. I'm just looking right now. I think I've sent you a book before, haven't I, Herman? You, uh, it's been a while. What was the name of the one you did send me? One. I I I bet. Uh, I, if, if if do you still live on? You live uh you live in Virginia Beach, right? I do. Uh, I do. York, Yorkborough. I know where you live. I'm on. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm sending. Listen. <clears throat> Listen, I'm sending you a book right now called Preaching and Teaching with Imagination by Warren Wearsby. Oh, that's it a is great. Been, that's it an is, old book. It, it is an old one, but it, it was a very, very influential and good book for me to read. And I hopefully it, it will help you. It's placed. It'll be at your house on January 12th. So you'll get it by Thursday. How, How about, about that? How about that? Hey, Amen. <clears throat> hey, thank Her- you guys so much. I, yes, sir. Herman, I just want to tell you that is such an encouragement because I think so oftentimes, you know, we 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 come up with these ideas in our head, and and I do believe the Lord puts those there. Uh, our hearts are stirred, but so seldom we have the courage to just step out in faith and do what God's telling us to do. And uh, I just want to I want to commend you for doing that. Uh, I was thinking about First Peter two nine. I think uh, I may be off on this. Uh, no, First Peter four ten. Sorry, it says as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as faithful stewards of God's manifold grace. And I was thinking about the fact if you're gifted at teaching or you're gifted at preaching or you're gifted at hospitality. God expects for us to be good stewards of those gifts and seek to serve others with that gift. And whether it's teaching or hospitality or, you know, music, whatever it is, don't overthink it. Just go do it. And so uh, thank you for doing that, brother. Thank you guys so much, man. It's, it's been a, it was awesome. I actually get a chance to play music in my background because I have a, um, a two-way, I got a mic, I got two wireless mics, and I can also Bluetooth music. So even as I'm preaching, I have some great worship music <laughs> going as I'm encouraging and uh, and giving out God's word and, and, and the way the Holy Spirit gives it to me. So man, it is awesome. It's like I'm bringing my choir. I'm the preacher, <laughs> and all I need is a place to shut up, and God does the rest. So it's it's exciting, man. And I hope somebody listening to me. Uh, really pray and ask God for how to use you within your ability so we don't have to look at others and what they're doing because we've all been were made different mm-hmm. and God has something special he can do with each of us that he can't do with somebody else so we don't have to cover each other's gifts just say God what what do you have for me because I think I, I don't like what I see I see our, our, our world in moral decay I don't see Christians being the salt of the earth how can I get involved and do my part instead of looking for somebody else to do something let me rise up and the change that I want to see, let it start within me. Amen. Give that man a microphone. And that was my prayer. <laughs> Herman, thank you, brother. We, hey, we Herman, appreciate it. Hey, wait, thank Brad. You, before, hey, Herman, yeah. before you go, I have a task for you yeah. as one of our SWAT guys okay. up in Virginia, all right? I want, I want you okay. to reach out to a couple of your friends at other churches and their men's groups to see uh-huh. if they would be have any interest in a SWAT day up there on some Saturday in, okay. like, uh, the fall, okay, for Brad and I to come up okay. and do a one-day right. SWAT day, all right? 
Maybe maybe you can come up and do a break. Oh, maybe yeah. you can come up and do a breakout session for us on yeah. uh, street uh, preaching, boldly speaking and proclaiming the word of God. So, amen, uh, <laughs> brother. Amen. Keep me in your prayers. Well, we will. Prayers, and I'm constantly praying for you guys. And I appreciate what you guys do and you stand for year after year after year after year. Got to God be the glory for your ministry. And I and I love you guys. Uh, I've never even seen you before, but I love you because <laughs> the Spirit of God has given me to allow me to love. Uh, amen, awesome. Herman. God Keep, bless you, go brother. Go preach it, brother. <laughs> that's awesome uh, that is so cool you know he's uh, high tech man he's yeah. got the bluetooth working he <laughs> he's good but it just proves you don't have to have it all together yeah you know just go do what no. god has has told you to he's, go do he, well I, he has called in several times and he's always encouragement uh, that book by wearsby by the way is a great <gasps> uh instructive book on yeah. preaching yeah uh, very helpful warren wearsby has influenced so many preachers god really used him to be a mentor to pastors good. and uh, he's awesome well, it kind of goes really you and i over the last month or two as we were taking the break was the importance of uh rightly handling the word of god mm-hmm. that you know we have god's word and uh paul told timothy guard the good deposit one the, the deposits we've got god's spirit we've got his word and we should accurately know how to divide it well i yeah you're right well i'm gonna tell you i had to my wife pointed out something to me brad that i i was really challenged by but when i went to the scripture she was right if you read the new testament there's only a few verses that talk about praying for people's salvation only a few hmm there's a multitude of verses that talks about praying for the people to be bold witnesses to those people. Amen. And so, really, the bulk of our prayer ought to be for the boldness of the people around the unbeliever, yep. like yep. our friend Herman up there. Yep. Isn't that a great? Yep. I mean, he's bold. He's up there doing it, man. Well, just to repeat what uh, Acts nineteen twenty says, so the word of the Lord continued to increase. How's it going to increase if we don't go out and proclaim it? Yeah. So may we do that today and tomorrow. Glad you joined us today. We hope you'll tune in uh, tomorrow. We'll be back on here at 3 o'clock Eastern time. Brad's hoping for a TCU victory. Go Frogs. (laughs) God bless you guys. Doug, I'll see you tomorrow. tomorrow. If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT radio is strengthening SWAT.